Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Give that a bit of a go then. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that how you're doing it? That's that, that's how I'm doing it today. Yeah, I like it. I'm just going to say it okay like that. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not just the voice. You're only going to say that. Yeah. Okay, wicked. <laughs> Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? I thought that was a bit. Okay. Oh, God. It is a bit. It's like, just a bit well, I'm going to carry on doing. <laughs> okay. Now you're doing it. No. It's that would be okay. Okay. Uh, so, it's been a couple of weeks, We, but, you know, we, end, we ended on a banger last time. We, we saw, saw Daffy Duck. Yeah. Uh, well, a future Daffy Duck, which I think yeah. we decided it was Daffy, didn't we? Yes, yeah, we did. In Duck Dodgers in the 24 and a half century, yeah. uh, which we've been looking forward to for quite some time, made us reconsider some fundamentals of the Tooniverse. Like, are we always viewing a Tooniverse in which Space Jam happened and was successful? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Are we, we viewing we a Tooniverse? on that really kind of jigsaw are thing. We, are we currently viewing a Tooniverse where Space Jam 2 was successful or unsuccessful? <laughs> It's it's difficult. And then the Duck Dodgers situation made it much worse because we know we've been at least viewing before the potential Space Jam. Yeah. And now we know that was viewing after at least two potential yeah. Space well, Jams. Yeah, I think we, we also uh, came to some decision on the colours of the rings of the portal, yeah, we depending thought... on whether or not that was being refracted through a time lens in which I invented. <laughs> yeah, you invented the time lens. Yeah. Um, uh, we... So we're, we're going to try and keep an eye out, see uh, if yeah, different colours of Portal at the start of the episode uh, in any way correlate to things that seem like they might be in a successful Space Jam universe, an unsuccessful Space Jam universe, a successful Space Jam 2 universe, <laughs> no Space Jam 2 universe. It was difficult stuff. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, saw Sylvester. He returned back to his... Uh, his Full like, lives. His... Yeah, he's he's topped up on life because he, he re- returned to his tribe. Yeah, and uh, they they clearly uh, you know see some value in his work because they've gone. Do you know what? He, he has can some have lives. some lives. Yeah. Have them. So that's a thing he can do. He can top up on those. Yeah. We also decided that only an empty life slot can uh, hold a resistance, hold a hold an immunity. Yeah, um, we think he's actually on eight lives. Yes, and yeah, he's he got resistant up. to being blown up with dynamite. Yeah, so that's where we're at. The other. The other thing we saw was Pepe Le Pew, but he's just doing his thing. And he, yeah. he was in France proper, though. Yeah, yeah, he that was took good. His, he took his harassment to, all the way to all, actual All the France. way to Gay Paris. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That was- uh, be- before we move on, like I've just been, no- I've noticed something. It's got nothing to do with the podcast whatsoever. <laughs> okay, that's always good. Um, but on the, on the boxes for the microphones, right? Yeah. There is, there is two pictures. Right, okay. One of them is a close-up of the microphone texture, yeah. like the little mesh. Another one, bamboo. <laughs> like, what's what's that about? Why, why have they gone? Know. Why have they gone? This is what the microphone looks like if you get really close to it. 
and here's bamboo. <laughs> because that's the that's the only thing you need to know about a microphone is what it looks like if you get really close to it. And here's that's a what it looks like if you're away. a bit further away from it. And also a bamboo. Bamboo, yeah. I don't see what your problem is. No, I, I don't have a problem. It's called just... marketing. How you put some bamboo <laughs> near it, people are like, ooh. A picture ooh. of bamboo. Well, I've it worked for us. We bought, we bought two. Yeah, it must be natural. Yeah. Natural materials. Natural, but yeah, we're not. So I know that's got nothing to do with the podcast. I just thought I'd read just because I was looking at it and I was like, it. "That's weird." It's like that's just going to prey on my mind until I bring Unless it up. Unless I say something, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. You said that like it was like um, some social justice policy. It's just like, I've got to say something. <laughs> I have to tell the masses. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's jump in then. We're like, you know, we're worried about a time lens right yep. right now. Uh, let's ask the time travel expert, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Uh, he's straight in. Along with, we've still got this person, this over-enthusiastic over person doing the list at this point, who just names... This is the first appearance of Toro. Toro the bull. Yeah. Who I think I can probably imagine which bull that is. I think I know which like, bull Like, I can it picture is. that, but he doesn't have a link, so he can't be that important. Uh, but then just Matador is listed. So Not, not even first appearance of Matador either. No, so I'm, I'm wondering, you know, when this is going to stop. But, like, from the off, we've decided that if they've got a name on the list, we're going to take it seriously. Yeah, so um, Matador. So, Matador, Matador, we've got to take him seriously. So we're watching uh, Bully for Bugs. It's a Bugs Bunny, Toro the Bull, and Matador number from August 8th, 1953. Let's see what's going on. Okay, so we're operating with a sort of pale yellowy green portal yeah. into a, in a deep red background. Yeah. So that's like, we're talking about a sort of 550 nanometer wavelength yeah. portal and about, a, well, a 675 to 700 for the background. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's about the discrepancy between those two things as to what the functionality of the portal is. Possibly. So are we going to make note of this? I think we should. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it in my phone right Oh, now. he's doing it because in his I, phone. Because I don't have a pen and paper like a professional. Because it's the future. And uh, we, we, we put things in our phones now. But okay, yeah, so the question is, what properties do we think the portal had under these circumstances? Because I can tell you one interesting thing that happened. Go on then. Bugs popped up out of a hole. Yeah. He said, here's Bugs. And then yeah. he said, here I am. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking, right? Because um, after he popped out the hole and said that, he got out a map as if he was lost. Now, we haven't seen Bugs lost in a long time when he's travelling through Saw like that. What I'm thinking, is the portal opened on that thing? And I said, here's Bugs, and that drew him to that point. Which is why he Did popped out. Did you say, here's Bugs, before seeing him? Like, Was it when he was burrowing well because because you saw the classic burrowing kind of yeah. coming through and i said here's bugs so i think he was on his way somewhere else and then when i said here's bugs he heard me and went here i am because he can't not i think that's just one of the things he has to do so maybe so uh, i forced bugs into that cartoon next time it's a green and red portal and it's and a talk bugs, to bugs number and try- we see him burrowing along say here's daffy and see what pops out <laughs> see who pops out yeah how about that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, because I'm wondering whether or not that... Well, actually, no, because D- Daffy wouldn't be burrowing. You might have to go, here's any other rabbit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's Happy Rabbit. Oh. 
Ah, oh, bring him back in the mix. Yeah. Fine. So, uh, what I'm thinking... yellow gloves. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so weird. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering whether or not that colour discrepancy actually allows um, sound to travel through the portal in a, in a two-way fashion. It's possible. I'm also wondering if it went red to green, if the like negative discrepancy would stop that from being a possibility mm, possibly so it, yeah. it has to be one direction that's the, that's when you can talk back yeah yeah but of course we're talking about a time lens here yes as inventor of the time lens yeah or at least conceiver of the time lens yeah uh do you think you were talking back in time to bugs because this is 1953 um, I would say I was talking back in time. Okay. Is that just because you want to be able to say that you can talk back in time? Uh, how how much of this is hubris? <laughs> and how much of this is based on anything at all? Uh, well, it's based on um, actual anecdotal evidence, which, as we all know, is great. Yeah, and like... You were here. You watched it happen. Yeah, we're, we're, as good scientists, we have one point of data. <laughs> and we will, we and will we'll make stick up, to it. Yeah. But then, you know, we'll find other points of data. Ah, maybe. And we'll draw some sort of wibbly line between them. Yeah. And, and go, look. And then maybe some of the words on the there graph will is. start to flash and we'll be and we'll know what what's what. Yeah. So but Bugs basically ended up in this episode lost. He was looking for somewhere else. Uh whether or not it was through uh my intervention or not, he ends up there uh in a arena where there's some bullfighting going on. Yeah, it um, wasn't the bull we expected. No. I do recognise this bull as a classic. I do, but it's not the bull I thought. The one I was expecting sort of, like, often stands up on his hind legs. He's a reddish colour. He's a reddish colour. Yep. And uh, when he gets angry, his eyes go, I think, yellow. Yeah, I was going to say yellow eyes. And he just breathes real heavy. That's the guy I was thinking of. But this one wasn't. This was, uh, like, a big black bull with, like, pointy horns. Incredibly... like top heavy no just an incredible control over the horns yes yeah like, so i'm wondering whether or not he was a bull at all because at one point uh bugs has like bugs of course he, he comes up in a bullfighting situation you know it's only going to be a matter of seconds before he's got himself a matador outfit and he's he's getting involved i mean he gets bugs he, bunny. Like, he gets hit by the bull he's just asking for directions from the from the matador in the first place and the matador Basically leaves because the bull's after him, obviously. Um, and then Bugs gets hit up the arse by the bull. And that's the point where he goes, of course, you know this means war. And yeah. that's the point that it's like, right, okay, this is... But I would say, for a start, Bugs was always going to get involved because he loves outfits. He, he loves does love outfits. Any excuse to... His plan wasn't to go there. Yeah, but once he's there, he's gonna oh, make, yeah. he's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, gonna my, get my matador, matador outfit, outfit out, and, let's and get... his giant sombrero. Yeah, his sombrero was good. That's pretty cool. But what I was gonna say is, at one point, Bugs, uh, like you know, he's holding out the the like red rag to the bull, and he's got yeah. he's got he's got a gun behind it. Yeah. The bull charges it, and he's lost his gun. And you turn around, and the bull's tail is just shaped like the gun. Yeah, and the bull realizes that if he hits his tail against the ground. Bullets fire out of his horns. Yeah, but in direction. Yeah, that and then he control. points the horns quite actively. Yeah, like around. So that means that the the bull is firing bullets through his own body all the way up to go out of his horn without causing any internal damage. So I'm thinking, not an actual bull. Do you think it's a piece of uh, old agency equipment? 
Potentially. Because it's the most the, the most similar thing I can think of is the various modular daffy bits. Exactly, yeah. And I, I'm wondering if this is someone just trying to just trying to live a quiet life post as a as post a, agency. As as a bull. It's just like look, I'm I know what I'm good at. I'm Toro the bull. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. Because at points he's sharpening his horns. And then yeah. there's definitely points where his horns go droopy. So like I I'm thinking not a bull. Like he's got there's too much not entirely a bull, and the gun managed to turn around in his body because the gun shouldn't have been the way it was pointing in his tail if he'd rammed it into his face. No, that's correct. It should have it should have been dangerous end first. Yeah, out that's how it went in. So you, so do we think some something inside there turned it around? Well, I'm guessing whoever's driving the bull turned. Yeah, so you think it's more like a tank. Yeah. Like, it's a piece of equipment. Yeah. Like in uh, Ace Ventura when he's in the uh, Rhino. Yeah. Except he came out the way we he expect the gun to come out. Exactly, yeah. He, he, <laughs> like, whoever's in there, I assume, doesn't have to birth himself out of yeah. the, the Rhino. We, we, we can only hope. Well, it's the first appearance of, uh, of Toro, so we might find out. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think Toro is actually a bull. I think he's something. I don't know what. Yeah. Inside a bull style automaton yeah a, a vehicle of some kind yes yeah yeah i'm, I'm, I'm for that. that i'm for that yeah yeah i mean i don't know because the episode was quite disconnected i don't know how much like of the stuff we actually watched is going to help us out in the grander scheme of things well which bugs do you think it was i mean he was lost but he had also definitely met daffy yeah, I th- I think the only reason he was lost is because I said he has bugs and he popped out the hole to say here I am. I think <laughs> he, he was. To. I think he, he was had on to his reciprocate. Wa- yeah, I think he was on his way somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think he was going to pop out that hole at all. I, ju- I just think he was on his way. He was going to pass through following the map, but and then when I said he has bugs, he popped out and went here I am, and he was like, oh well, actually no, where am I? Because he's <laughs> like, well, this isn't where I was expecting. It's interesting. Well, if yeah, I hadn't said that, would Bugs have carried on? Yeah, he'd have just got where he was going. Exactly. Because he like because he doesn't navigate but that the, way anymore, really. The question is, is whether or not if some one of our listeners watches this episode, if here's Bugs is not said, will he pop out the hole? <laughs> I don't know. Will the episode be different? Or is it now? I mean, we've always attributed... Cemented in stone. I mean, we've always attributed some rudimentary sentience to the portal yeah. and where it opens and what it does. Now, as the foremost investigators of the Tooniverse yeah. in our world, I reckon the portal is more likely to open for us and not just be a recording than it is for anyone else watching the cartoon. Yeah. See, what well, I'm We're thinking, not knocking you all. Right? No. It's just, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. What well, I'm thinking is this, this was originally aired in 1953, right? Yeah. So in 1953, Bugs would have done the same thing then. But I reckon what happened... Is it because you were always going to do that? Well, I think it's one, because I was always going to do that. But two, we've just watched the original airing of that. And everybody back in 1953 and everybody who's subsequently watched it is actually watching the portal looping it through our television (laughs) and projecting it on for them. So they are watching... It's going to be like fucking... uh, Oh, fuck, what's that up? Goddamn tri- Traveron Primer. Yeah? It's going to be... This, that's, that's how these portal diagrams are going to get. Exactly. But I, I basically think people from 1953, when it was originally aired, were actually watching an episode... Were actually watching the exact same episode as we were, right then. 
from my TV after I'd said he has bugs, but they obviously didn't hear it. Okay, this <laughs> this loop is going to fuck with my brain. I'd like to go and watch a simpler loop that I think I already understand. Okay. Because uh, the next one's a foghorn and Barnyard Dog number. He's getting a name check again. Barnyard he hasn't dog. had a name check for a while. But we know what happens when it's fo- Foghorn Leghorn and Barnyard Dog. Yeah, we need to work out which one's Andy McDowell. Which one's Andy McDowell, <laughs> so let's find out. Uh, we're watching Plop Goes the Weasel. It's Foghorn Leghorn and Barnyard Dog from August 22nd, 1953. Okay, so here's the skinny. We saw a green and red portal again. So we thought, yeah. well, if it worked last time, let's give it a go this time. So as soon as Foghorn was on the screen, we started yelling, you're in a time loop, pal. You're in a time <laughs> loop. <laughs> Who's Andy McDowell? Who's Andy McDowell? We were yelling. And, uh, I mean, the situation in this episode has changed from the previous. Yeah. Right? Yeah, look, they he's weren't in, stuck in a time loop. He's, in a, he's, in, he's behind a fence now. Yeah. Because there's a weasel on the prowl. Yeah. And uh, Barnyard Dog's pr- trying to protect all the chicks from yep. this. And Falcon keeps just... Because he's still Falcon. Yeah. His way to, to annoy Barnyard Dog this week is to keep letting the kids out. Yeah, he keeps popping them out the fence <laughs> hole yeah. and shit oh, like lifting that. the fence up. Just... Like, go on, look, the, the chicks are out. Now... Harsh. Now, this seems like the action of a maniac. Yeah. Who could only possibly feel that his actions had no consequences whatsoever. And the thing is, there's been probably been a while since Foghorn's actions have had consequences. The question is, I don't think he... Well, the question is, like, I don't think he would have accepted that immediately from us just yelling, you're in a time loop, pal, who's Andy McDowell, that yeah. seconds later he's going to murder all the kids. Yeah, no, and also I don't think he knows who Andy McDowell is. No. Because Andy McDowell doesn't exist yet. Except... So we, we thought we would go back and look at the colour of the portal in the last Foghorn episode. Yeah. And see his chat. So that was blue and red. Blue and now red. Now that's man. a very large discrepancy in the same direction. Yeah. So green to red, this is blue and red. Like we're talking, you know, uh, a full sort of 300 nanometers difference yeah. in the wavelength. Uh, do we think that makes his hearing better in some way? Has, so, he, has he overheard our previous conversations? Because like... So, like, we don't have to yell into the portal. He just hear, he just sort of hears us talking. Either, either that or because it's a time lens. Time lens, th- obviously. Do, 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 you think, do you think that allows him to hear future conversations? So do you think, do you think so in do you that think episode he heard, he heard us today, yelling about Andy McDowell, but he heard it back in 1952? Yeah, I'm thinking in that episode, that's when he overheard this conversation. So we're yelling, you're in a time loop, pal. You're, who's Andy McDowell? Yeah. And... It's at that point. Back in nineteen fifty-two. Uh, it was October. It was October yeah. uh, like just under a year. He was just like he just heard that. So he, so he know. You think he knows he's in a time loop and has done for I'm, nearly a year. I'm th- I'm thinking. Um, Do you think he tried to tell Barnyard Dog, and that's why he's now caged up? Possibly. It's just like you're a man. Yeah, you need to go behind there. But I, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking he doesn't quite fully believe it, so he's needing to find something. Some everlasting, well, not an everlasting consequence, but a consequence that you know proceeds to the next day. And I think maybe killing a few chicks. So is he's the way to do just, it. Been es- you think he's been escalating it for a year? Yeah. And then we've just popped in to see it at this point. Yeah, and I think Barnyard Dog has managed to kind of stop him because I don't think Barnyard Dog cares if he's in the time loop or not. The interesting thing is, is he doing it to try and break the time loop 
or is he just seeing how far he can push it for his own ends like d- d- like he believes he's in a time loop like yeah. that seems to make sense to him right and like that 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 adds up to me that yeah. makes him not andy mcdowell i think yes yeah yeah because to accept our random yells into his brain back yeah. in time he has to be bill murray he has to be bill murray because yeah. he has to go actually i do feel like i've been doing the same thing day in, day, out. day, in, day yeah. out for a very long time now um i think that makes the dog andy mcdowell the dog's Andy McDowell, I reckon. Yeah. And Henry Hawk, I think, is incidental. Yeah. But... He's just some he antagonist. Might be, like, he changes his shit every time. So, Henry Hawk. So he's, Do you think he's, he's, the, he's, he's the guy who um, makes him... Or who, like, laughs at him every time uh, Bill Murray steps in the puddle? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's it's him? A doozy. Yeah. What's his name? We'll have to find out his name. Uh, it's Phil something. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's not Phil. No, Phil is Phil. Bill Murray. Because people, oh, keep, people, keep, people keep going, what? Like the groundhog? He's like, yeah, like the groundhog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> that bit. It's annoying. It's annoying me because not because only sh- have he, I seen that film loads of yeah, times. He shouts it. So it's Groundhog times. Day, so you hear it yeah, all fucking time. 400 times in the one viewing of the film and still nothing. Yeah. Ah. Well, you know. It'll come back to us. Well, yeah. Oh, uh, Ned Ryerson. Yes. Ned Ryerson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Congratulations. I was playing it over in my head and I'm like, yeah, there it is, Ned. So he is like... Do you think Henry Hawk's Ned Ryerson? I think Henry Hawk's Ned Ryerson because Ned Ryerson changes what he does. Yeah, but slightly, based slightly. Off, based off Bill Murray's influence, based off Bill's... Some of those changes become pretty immediate because yes. he changes to recognise Ned Ryerson. Yeah. And, and, so and so Ned Ryerson is. is an antagonist. Yeah, he's a, he's a villain. So... Yeah, okay, so uh, so that's the working theory on the time loop currently then. Falkhorn uh, is, is Bill Murray. Yeah. Buying the dog is Andy McDowell. And Henry Hawk is Ned Ryerson. We don't know the actor's name, but we'll give him his character's <laughs> yeah, name. Everyone, everyone else gets the actor's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Henry Hawk gets the character name. Yeah. Because that's how this is, this is how it's going to work. Because okay? Ned Ryerson's actor name is not going to come back to me. It would be great, though, if we <laughs> looked at the credits and it just said Ned Ryerson himself. Yeah, yeah, it would be brilliant. <laughs> like... Or Henry, if his name was Henry. Oh, if, his name's he- if his name's Henry Hawk. Yeah, that would be brilliant. So, I mean, is there anything else in this episode that we really want to particularly focus on? There's the weasel, he's great. Yeah, the weasel's, uh, like, and I've, I recognise the weasel as well. Yeah, he's, but he's not he's not named at all. But nah, but I just I, I, I you know I've almost certainly seen this episode before. Yeah. But like it's the manic eyes and just yeah, like, and kind of like buck teeth. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, ultimately, it is still Foghorn fucking with Barnyard Dog. Yeah, but they appear to be out of the Groundhog Loop. I think they're out of the loop. I think so. The question is, why are they out of the loop? Is it just was it as soon as he found out? Yeah. I don't so know. has he like, been doing the same shit every day? And it's actually it has, slowly having consequences, which is why he's now behind a fence. Yeah, he's now like, I'm sick up. of this. Yeah, this is ridiculous. We're, we're going military with this because Barnyard Dog is now like marching up and down. He's not lazing around in his no, kennel. No, and it might be why Henry Hawk's sort of out the picture as well. Possibly, it's just you know uh, they could have moved entirely. We don't know. Uh, or maybe he's went to like college or high school and he's got less time on his hands. Yeah, he's got to got to hit the books. Yeah, you know. Yeah, who knows? Do you, do you think he ever got a chicken? Back to the no. back home. No. Well, he's got one back home before, but do you think his, I his dad's a, ever let him keep it? I reckon he got a horse back home at one point. Yeah, there was something along those lines. 
He's a horse hawk. A horse hawk. Classic. But yeah, I think that's... I think that's about as much as we get from that, really. Yeah, I, I, I'm liking this this time lens. Yeah. It's, handy, it's helping it? a lot, because yeah. we get to stick our oar in, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, as long as it's a positive discrepancy uh, in the wavelength, rather than a negative discrepancy yeah. in the wavelength, then, you know, if we feel the need to interfere, then we can. give it a go. Yeah. Talking about interfering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, let's go and interfere with LeBron. All right. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. So uh, this week, uh, I think we thought, you know, as we've broken the time loop uh, yeah. and Falcon's going to have some adjustment to do, we would probably hit up Bill Murray. Yeah, unfortunately, let's, let's tweet Bill. No, but unfortunately, we've <laughs> made another discovery. But this time we made it before tweeting... Just someone. Some yeah, okay, page. yeah. Uh, Bill Murray doesn't have a Twitter. He's not on Twitter. How um, else can we get in contact with Bill? Should we just ring him? I, want, I, I reckon that is probably a thing you could sort of do. If you get a number, you reckon, just go, Bill, mate. Yeah. So if, I, have I you, reckon got, have you be, got a while for a chat? I reckon he'd be keen. Because we were just hoping to get Foghorn some, some advice into, on adjusting to that. Because then next time there's a portal, we can just yell it and he'll have heard it back in 1952. Yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, that's not to be. Um... Bill's so we were like, oh, who else can give this sort of uh, information? And like, I like to think that after the time loop was broken, Bill would have shared his experiences with Andy McDowell. Yeah. Who does have a Twitter. So I reckon we should tweet Andy McDowell. I, l- I like the idea of tweeting Andy McDowell because, because we keep going, who's Andy McDowell? Uh, but we know who Andy McDowell is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andy McDowell. We need to know who Too Universal Andy McDowell is. And now we think we do. But- we should tell her. Uh, okay, let's do this then. Is it rude to go, oh, your barnyard dog? <laughs> barnyard dog is you. Yeah. Is that better? <laughs> is I don't that know. <laughs> a dog is you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got a blue tick. and <laughs> Everyone knows you don't get a blue tick unless you're actually Andy McDowell. Yep, so this is actually Andy McDowell. At Andy McDowell. Hi, Andy. What's the most concise way we can explain why Andy McDowell is relevant to the current Universal situation? Have you ever seen Groundhog Day? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe say that. Uh. Or do you remember that film Groundhog Day? <laughs> you were in it. <laughs> you were in it. You played Andy McDowell. <laughs> remember Groundhog Day? You were in it. <laughs> We have found... Um, we believe your experiences. Make it about them. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. We believe your uh, experience, experience of time loops. Uh, temporal <laughs> loops. Uh, could help some of our friends in need. No, let's, let's make it a world-changing thing. Cause there's a lot of sort of environmentalism stuff I noticed uh, in her sort of retweets and stuff. Okay, yeah. So let's make it about saving the world from the up. We experience. We, we believe temporal your experience in temporal could, loops. Uh, hang on, could help us help LeBron save yes. the world in 2020. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. You find the hashtag immediately. I'm impressed. Oh, uh, actually, uh, I I made eye contact with you uh-huh. while getting it wrong, <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, and then distracted you from the fact that actually it was only the second time. Well, uh, it was. Either way, you didn't swear at the the keyboard like you normally do, so that's that's good. We'd love to have a chat. Yeah. Re basketball aliens. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause that that I think that's gonna that's gonna hook her in. Uh like really quite quickly. Cause I mean, it's just such compelling reading. Right, I'm gonna press this plus button. Yeah. Boom! Add another tweet. We will. Am I am I pressing tweet all? Yeah, bash it out. It's gone, mate. Like, like, didn't even think about it. There we go. It's beautiful. Hi, Andy. We were hoping you could help us out. Remember Groundhog Day? You were in it. <laughs> <laughs> we believe your experience of temporal loops could help us help LeBron save the world in 2020. We'd love to have a chat re-basketball aliens. Foghorn Leghorn and Barnyard Dog were trapped in a similar loop from the late 40s to early 50s. Please check our investigative podcast on the subject and help us stave off the impending disaster in 2020. Help us, Andy McDowell. You're our only hope. Now... This is going. That link's going to take her to our season one recap. Yeah. None of that mention. None of it. The recap mentions um, her. Like mentions the time loop. I think it's going to be okay. She she's got to get into like she because she's going to need this information as long as she agrees to have a chat. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that'd be good. We'll meet her for coffee or something. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice. We could take her down to like Cup or Tamp in <laughs> town. Yeah. You know, we'll do it right and be, and be like, or oh, or we could go out and see her. If needs be, if needs be, like we should probably, we should probably always have just a a, a tweet on the air and go. We can come to you if it needs. <laughs> <laughs> give us your number, we'll call you. Yeah, give us your number, we'll sort it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have we'll our not... people talk to your people. Well, we'll talk to your people. I'd rather just talk to her directly. Yeah, wouldn't but... it be great to get like on kind of first name terms with Andy McDowell and, well, be, like, I mean... and be able to just like text her and go, Andy, do you fancy fa- fancy like coffee or something? Well, I did think when we were ten characters over, it's like I could use I could lose eight characters by just uh, deleting uh, McDowell near the end there, but I thought it was too familiar. Yeah, no, no, you, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could you could have removed the Andy, but that's too formal. <laughs> McDowell, <laughs> McDowell, like yeah. you're. A, no, uh, I think uh, I think we've done it right. I think we should uh, get back to some cartoons because I'm excited about this one as well. Oh, okay. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. So it's time. It is time. Like, uh, we've, we've been had wait- two we've- juicy ones in a row. This is why I didn't want to do one last week and do it in quick succession is because we've had a good end point with Duck Dodgers. Yeah. And now we've got another, another one we've been looking forward to. It's Speedy Gonzalez. I... I uh, he hasn't come around quick enough. That's the thing. Yeah, he really hasn't. Like, uh, I feel like we've been waiting for him for ages. But also, I like because I was I was wondering whether they got introduced later. But it's Speedy Gonzalez and Benny and George. So yeah. it's like that. It's the whole. It's the three amigos. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to this. So one. I'm, I'm I'm really excited to just jump in. So we're watching Cattails for two from August 29th, 1953. It's Speedy, isn't it? It's speedy. Speedy, mate. <laughs> Well, plenty there was not as I expected. No, for that... a start, Benny and George. I thought they were going to be his his mates because they're yeah. sort of a tubby Speedy Gonzalez looking guy yeah. as well. He has like his friends, but, but we're, it's not, not those we're guys. not even in Mexico. Not in Mexico. We're on a Mexican boat in a dock. Yeah. in so I presume America we're in, somewhere in, in New York. But, I guess so. Like, just because of the, just because of their accents. Benny and George, we have actually seen before. Yes, like it's the big, it's the big because it's 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 George it's is my George, friend. Right? It's, George it's, is my friend. It's the of mice and men cats. Yes. Um, so that was the first surprise. Uh, so it's these two cats. They're looking for Mexican food. 
Yeah. There's a Mexican boat, and he goes, well, there's going to be some Mexican mice in there. Uh, so they, they go a-hunting. Standard yep. cat and mouse situation. Uh, but the mouse that they encounter is Speedy Gonzalez. However, Speedy Gonzalez does not look like Speedy Gonzalez Doesn't look as like I Speedy remember Gonzalez. him. No. He's got... His, his front two teeth are big. Yeah. And one of them is gold. One of them is gold. He's he got- has a sombrero, but only at the very start. He doesn't yep. wear it as a matter of course. No, his 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 top's different. Yeah, but you know your top's different when we start. Yeah, I, I know, but I know, but the but tune, the, tu- not, the tunes don't. You're not an iconic Mexican mouse, exactly. But also, tunes don't tend to change their outfits too much. So I think what we need to work out is uh, who, like, who in the in the framework of Speedy Gonzalez this is. Like, I quite like the idea that this is maybe just him young and he sort of sorts his life out a bit in the end he's quite skinny at this point as well he is is quite skinny he does seem quite young but there again speedy also like the speedy i know also seems quite young anyway i always imagine not quite a child but you know kind of i don't know sort of late teens early 20s i'm wondering whether or not speedy gonzalez is like uh I know, like a, like a Mexican folk hero name for somebody, and somebody fulfills that. So basically, I the want, fastest mouse. Yeah, I want Speedy if, Gonzalez. Yeah, this mouse is going to be usurped by the Speedy Gonzalez we know and love. Yeah, in some sort of prove he's the fastest mouse situation. Well, it's we, like, well now you're Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> this that, is that, just Jose that, Gonzalez. and we know that jobs are got like that. That's how you get a job. You outperform yeah, somebody haven't, else. Although we haven't seen much evidence for that uh, for a while. No. But then again, we're, we're probably talking about in Mexico. Yeah, and, like you know, and the we, customs I mean, are different. Exactly. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I would like it if if we see a transition between that one and the the speedy we know. If we see him physically turn into the other one, if yeah. there's you know he goes to the dentist and gets his teeth sorted or something like that, then fair enough. But it was it was if too sudden, different. Then we'll presume it's a different mouse. Yeah, but I, but again, I think Speedy Gonzalez is a title given to. The fastest mouse. I think Which it's like adds a up a bit here because he sort of has a business card as well. Yes, like- and and the thing is, it said Speedy Gonzalez, and it was it was in brackets. Yeah, it was like it was it was it was like it was like this is something my- he's adopted. Yeah, it's a name. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. I hope we get some more Speedy Gonzalez soon. It was nice to see like a Speedy cartoon, though. It was. Uh, so, I mean, what else in this episode do we think? Uh, Adds to the great universe because also the speedy Gonzalez wasn't that speedy. He was really speedy at the start, yeah, but then he was just quite fast past that. Yeah, like yeah. he did his standard. I'm a blur. Like but, he did his the flash thing. Yeah, at the start uh, he does seem to find um, like George n- not at all threatening. But there again, I suppose you probably wouldn't if you're that quick because he's just laughing at their antics. He's like, yeah, yeah. oh, these guys, these crazy like, cats, yeah. some of the things they try to do to me. Yeah, like, like, like these guys are my friends. And they're just having a bit of a giggle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I liked the idea that uh, Mexican food to a cat is just you find a Mexican mouse. Yeah, I guess so. And I presume that transitions across like all all possible uh, diets and yeah. all all possible uh, you know uh, nationalities. Yeah, it's I reckon just, so. It's just you know, if you're a lion, then if you eat you know a Chinese anything at all, yeah, that's Chinese food. Yeah. Um, do we reckon? Do we reckon everything's taken on a sort of like appropriate spice profile? Is it? Is it a real "you are what you eat" situation? I think so. Just I, can't, I mean, I can't, I can't see why not. 
I mean, I guess because at quite a low level, I suppose, like any any uh, like on the food chain, yeah, you know, they are going to be eating those ingredients, yeah, and it's just it's and that's going to infuse it's a trickle up dietary yeah. situation. Like everything ultimately tastes like grass, and grass tastes like sunshine. Mmm, sunshine, mm, good sunshine, get it in you. But yeah, it was a bit of a shame, a bit a bit of an anticlimax in that I a don't feel satiated that I've seen Speedy Gonzalez. No. And and B, it didn't really. It was very confined as an episode. Yeah, it it, it didn't really impact. Any, I mean, we saw nobody else on the ship. Uh, it was just it was just those three. Like there was there was nothing else really happened. I mean, you know, um, Benny didn't end up getting killed from dynamite, and nor did George. So I assume they've already been killed by dynamite. Well, George definitely has because he yep. got blown up about. Eight times by dynamite in that one episode. Yeah, he's really going for a, a beat Dodsworth's record. Yeah, but we like we know he can't die from that again. Oh, absolutely. He got killed once, and that was it. So that's something we know about George. Like Benny doesn't really get much of a hit a lot of the time. No, like he he just he he manages largely to stay out of trouble until the very end. And I remember it being similar last time. Yeah. I think it's because normally he's doling out the damage. <laughs> yeah, he's normally the one hurting. But yeah, I just don't, I just don't think that's going to add much to us. Where we looked at the portal, uh, it was a, uh, a a red into blue yeah. situation, which gives us a negative uh, wavelength discrepancy, which we think probably means they get all their hearing done before we say anything, and so they don't hear anything. Yeah, only a positive discrepancy opens up the possibility for us to yell, and, and the larger, and the, larger the discrepancy, the further into the future yeah. they can hear. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I reckon that's the feeling. Yes. <laughs> so Actual so we've fact. answered that today. Speedy Gonzalez, uh, you know, that particular not quite there. outing. He's just not quite there yet. He's 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 not quite he's not quite finished. No. Uh so hoping to check back with him soon. Who do you think's faster, Speedy Gonzalez or Roadrunner? That must be something that's happened at some point, right? Once they go, we've got two really speedy characters. Race. Speedy Gonzalez versus Roadrunner must be a race that happens on screen, surely. Yeah, must be. But who is it? I mean, who? I'm asking you, who do you think is faster, Speedy Gonzalez or Roadrunner? I mean, I don't really know, but I would go with Speedy Gonzalez because I, I just prefer him as a character. Yeah. If I was to, like, meta think it, I would be like, well, if there's going to be a race on film, uh-huh. it's pro- it's more likely in a Speedy Gonzalez cartoon than a Roadrunner cartoon. Right. And so I think Speedy Gonzalez would win because he's the hero of a Speedy Gonzalez cartoon. But I think okay. it's more likely that the race is interrupted by something else and they team up and sort that out by doing stuff really fast. Yep. That's, so, my, that's my feelings on that. That's my narrative feelings on that. Okay. Well, I personally feel that Speedy Gonzalez would be faster. Yeah, I mean, but just you just genuinely feel that. I just, I just, a, I just, I just think that he truth. would be because, because you know, I'm fairly certain Speedy can outrun a bullet. Yeah, have we seen? Well, Roadrunners, Roadrunners outrun some serious shit. Oh yeah, yeah, he has, yeah. But I reckon it's like Superman versus the Flash. I reckon they're both really quick, but one of them's just faster. One of them is just faster. Yeah, yeah and it's the Flash. <laughs> by, the, by the way, it's the Flash. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd go with that. Go for that. I hope that happens on screen now. I'm going to be really gutted. If you get to it. Space Jam, it's like, oh. No, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, but we've got more to watch. That's true. There's, there's new Looney Tunes, there's new Space Jam coming. So, yep. you know, we'll be doing this forever. Forever. 
so that's us for this week. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. It's nice to know we're not in this entirely alone. And uh, it's also nice to know that Andy McDowell is probably going to be on side from now on. So, oh. yeah, we'll Andy will be coming for coffee. Yeah, I'm coming. We'll, we'll, we'll hit you up. Yeah. Um, as always, we're going to leave you with a song. Uh, we thought we'd be clever because we've done um, I Got You Babe yeah. uh, before for yeah. the Groundhog Day hole. reasons. And we thought, well, let's put on the song from the end where it d- isn't the same day, but it's the same song. It's the same song, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're, we're rolling with the uh, the end credits uh, from Groundhog Day, yep. which is also a banger. Uh, it's uh, almost like being in love by Nat King Cole. Uh, it's, yeah. It's just a classy, it's a, it's a it's just song. a classy, classy song. And we're a classy podcast. And we're a classy podcast. Always have been. Exactly. Uh, so until next week, uh, have a good one and we'll see you then. Bye. What a day this has been. What a rare mood I'm in. Why it's almost like being in love. There's a smile on my face for the whole human race. Why, it's almost like being in love. All the music of life seems to be like a bell that is ringing for me. And from the way that I feel, when that bell starts to peal, I would swear I was falling. Swear I was falling Why it's almost like being in love All the music of life seems to be like a bell that is ringing for me and from the way that I feel when that bell starts to peal I would swear I was falling swear I was falling why it's almost like being in love